Welcome back to Microfamous. We are talking about the biggest challenge facing coaches and consultants right now. And no, it cannot be fixed with more selfies or stories or chasing the latest things on social media. And I'm going to break down exactly why that is. So what I'm seeing is that lead gen costs are continuing to grow, go up and social media algorithms are optimized really for these rapid rising negative emotional responses. So it's getting more and more difficult to put any kind of a direct response call to action in front of people on social media. And this goes for whether you pay to play or not. And so I want to give you an example first. So let's rewind back to February of 2020. The Microfamous book had just launched. It was getting really great reviews and feedback and all that. So my idea was to run the free plus shipping offer to build the email list. And I had this whole 90-day email nurture system to follow up. So the idea was to convert those book buyers into true believers in the Microfamous message. Maybe people who would launch a podcast with us or uh, might at some point buy a digital program or something like that. But the ads were just ridiculously expensive, even though we were doing all the latest, greatest, you know, micro testing, small batch, artisanal uh, Facebook ads uh, that we were doing. And then I found out why. So the guy that I the, like this fellow kind of agency uh, guy that I was working with to, to run the Facebook ads, I just said like, hey, just check with your network and see what's going on with other people running this free plus shipping funnel. And he came back with a report that it was costing on average 40 to $50 in ads to get one conversion on a $7 free plus shipping book offer. So I'm like, okay, <laughs> shut, shut it all down. Let's let, hang on a second. Let's, let's decide what we're doing here. Because what that told me was that the people who were doing that were essentially spending a war chest to build their email list. And they would probably have this complex set of backend follow-up and a mix of offers to try to recapture all that ad spend, maybe make a profit, at least break even, right? Like if you're spending $50 to get someone to give you seven, you're already down 43 bucks and you're, you've just got the first purchase. So you probably have to offer them a whole bunch of stuff. Not everybody's going to take, going to take those offers. And so you've got to have this series, this web of, you know, backend follow-up and emails and triggers and, follow-ups and upsells and cross-sells, all this stuff. And you're trying to squeeze every last drop out of them before they leave your funnel. Uh, because otherwise you, you might not even get close to breaking even when they've made their first purchase. And then you're having to try to convert them through the email series afterwards. And just, it's a, it's a, I won't say it's a mess. It's complex. Let's put it that way. So just because people are doing things doesn't mean it's working or that it's sustainable. So I pulled back that offer. And my observation is that over the long run, my belief is that lead gen costs will only continue going up. There may be some blips, you know, down here and there. Um, we're going to have variations, uh, you know, like short-term issues. And there's going to be stuff like with the iOS 14 and like, you know, like all that caused some issues. Um, but to me, it's like the stock market. You're going to see some ups and some downs. But overall, when you look at the trend, it's up. Uh, because the more that big companies start shifting uh, their budgets away from TV and radio and into social media, it's only going to drive up everyone's costs, which shouldn't be a surprise to anyone, right? Um, another quick story, I've talked to some Facebook ad agency owners over the last year, and they are proud of getting their clients leads at 5 to $10 a pop. When they when they bring on a client and they first start running ads, opt-ins can be 15 bucks, 20 bucks, 25 bucks, sometimes more. Um, now, if you're in the legal space, let's say, where you know one lead can be a seven-figure payout, they can spend, I mean, gosh, I think I heard they're spending like $200 a click on Google pay-per-click ads. I mean, they're, they're willing to spend a lot. But if you're in this the coaching consulting space and your high-ticket offer is a $3,000 event, a $5,000, $10,000, $15,000 coaching package, you know, for six months or a year, 
Like these are not huge seven figure numbers. You've got to have volume in order to hit seven figures. So you can't be spending 200 bucks a lead. You know, you've got to be spending, you know, five at the, at the max. Sometimes I've seen for, for a lot of businesses out there, $5 leads can work, but even that's expensive. And so when I look at Facebook ad agency owners, you know, proud of the fact that they're getting their clients, you know, $9 leads or $8 leads. I'm like, this is just ridiculous. You know, so you might say, well, what about the people are running ads and selling programs and courses? And they seem to be making millions, right? The Russell Brunson's or Russ Rafino, Amy Porterfield, Danielle Leslie, these sorts of people. Um, and I have no doubt that the top one to 5%, let's call it the top 5%. We don't know exactly who they are, what they, you know, which ones they are. Maybe Sam Ovens is in that category. Amy Porterfield, Russ Rafino, you know, people like that. They might be in that top 5% of what I would call in, information marketers. So info marketers for short. So yes, there is absolutely a top, let's say 5% of info marketers that are making money, whether that's the free plus shipping funnels or running ads to webinars, this whole complex series of upsells and cross-sells and trigger-driven email campaigns and all this stuff. Or maybe they're running ads to call funnels. Uh, that's what Russ Rafino, uh, his strategy is. And, and they're probably selling with a phone team. I'm sure all that works to a degree. But to make the math work now, in an environment of five to ten dollar a pop lead cost, and that's good. The game has just completely changed. Like your back end has to be really fine tuned. And what what does that look like? Well, it reminds me of a story of one of my mentors, Frank Klesitz, told on this podcast. Uh, it was back uh, in the episode. I think it was like six months ago when we did an episode on puffery and copywriting, which is freaking amazing. It was a mind blowing episode. You should go check that out if you have a chance. Um, but he tells the story. And the story goes that he was at this Dan Kennedy event years ago, and one of the guest speakers was a top info marketer. And, and he gets up on stage, and Dan, Dan Kennedy brings him up on stage, and he says, like, I want you to show everybody your back end, essentially like it was an autoresponder campaign. So in order to show this campaign in all of its splendor and glory, he takes this roll of papers, like six foot high, and they start rolling it out rolling it out, rolling it out, rolling it out. When the papers finally rolled all the way out and everything is, he's got his whole back end campaign sketched out, that, that paper is like six foot tall and runs across the width of the entire stage and needed several people just to hold it up. <laughs> so uh, upon seeing this, Frank decides, this is not where I want to compete. Uh, and I bet you're probably thinking something similar too. I, I know it's possible to build those things and, and people do it and that's fine. But is that really where you want to compete? So is the biggest challenge facing us just an issue of like optimizing ads and back end? In other words, if we just got better at the info marketing game, does that solve the problem? And I don't think so. I don't really think that's the biggest challenge. You could say the biggest challenge is the fact that it's hard to put a message in front of people on social media. And that is true, but I don't think that's the biggest challenge. It's definitely one of the big ones. You could say the challenge is in you know, rising lead costs, and that's definitely one of them. But I don't think that's the issue. And I don't think uh, in order to solve that, the goal should be to become you know, in that top 5% of info marketers. You know, here, here's the things that I want you to think about is, do you want to put in the work to get into the top 5% of info marketers? Do you have that rare set of skills and mentality and engineering ability to get there? Uh, do you have the internal values that drive you to extract maximum value from someone, regardless of whether it's in their best interest at the time? I don't know that I have that, right? I certainly don't have that values piece. I also don't have the passion to reverse engineer ads on social media every single day, looking for a slight tactical edge that it might cut my ad cost by like 30 cents or something like that. Like that's, that's what it takes. 
If you're going to get into that game, if you're going to be in the top 5% of info marketers, that's where you have to live. You have to live in that space of reverse engineering ads, looking at what's working, digging into the uh, the releases, the technical information that Facebook puts out about its ad system or YouTube, you know, the Google puts out about the YouTube ads and stuff like that. You've got to live in that. You got to have a passion for it. Uh, I definitely don't have the passion to start over again every time something in the algorithm or the bidding system changes and all of a sudden the ads that were working all of a sudden don't work. I definitely don't have the passion to start over again. It's one thing to get, if you could find an ad that worked for years and it took you a year or two to find that ad, I, I'm willing to pay that price. The problem is what you're really doing to get into that game is you're trying to build a skill set of rapid testing because the you know it's not going to last for years. So you're spending one to two years to build up the skill set of rapid testing and rapid content creation because you know you might find, find an ad that works for a few months and it's going to stop working or it's going to lose its effectiveness. Ad fatigue is a real thing. So you have to get into this where you have to build this skill set of continually testing and creating new content. That's what it takes to win in that game. And I just don't have that passion to do that. Um, I'm betting if you're listening to this podcast, you probably don't either because you're probably focused on bigger strategic things. And so what I take from all these stories and examples is this. The fundamentals that we talk about in the Microfamous book and on this podcast, they're more crucial to success now than they were five years ago when lead costs were lower. Fundamentals like word of mouth, like having a clear and compelling idea at the heart of your business or the fundamental of just becoming famously influential to the right people rather than going for the maximum number of eyeballs on your content. All these fundamentals are more critical now than they were five years ago when you could just run ads and build your email list to break even without being in the top 5% of info marketers, right? That, there was a time you could do that, but the game has changed. And for some, that's good news. For others, it means they're going to continue to struggle and not know why, right? Let's take uh, an example, just word of mouth and having a clear and compelling idea. That's the example. Uh, if you can't distill your point of view, your belief system down into a single powerful idea that grabs the attention of the right people, you're going to struggle to grow, right? Look at, you know, the growth of BMW when it decided that its clear and compelling idea was the ultimate driving machine. They rode that single idea and a very short, punchy expression of that, that idea in that tagline. They rode that to overtaking Mercedes for number one in the luxury market here in the United States. And then when they got away from that, they lost their leadership position back to Mercedes. So just a quick example of how powerful a clear and compelling idea can be when the right people hear it, they go, holy cow, I've never heard that before. If you don't have that, it doesn't matter how much money you can throw at the problem, how many ads you can run and stuff like that. Like all these companies, you know, big car companies, software companies, you know, alcohol companies, they all have huge marketing budgets. The ones that break through, break through because they have a clear and compelling idea. So they've figured out a way to distill their point of view and their belief system down into a single powerful idea that grabs the attention of the right people. If you don't have that, you're going to struggle. So think about this. Is the core idea of your business worth talking about in the eyes of your ideal clients? Because if not, there's just there's no amount of ad spend that's going to fix that. If you don't have a razor sharp, clear and compelling idea that lives at the heart of your business. It's going to be hard to even do the things that would get you attention on social media. It's going to be hard to create eye-catching, unique content. It's going to be hard to grab people's attention even after they opt into your email list. It's going to be hard to send them emails to keep their attention and convert them into clients. Uh, it's going to be hard to get word of mouth so you have consistent referrals or you know brand champions and brand ambassadors out there telling everyone how awesome you are. It's just, it's going, to, it's just going to be hard. The less you have a clear and compelling idea, 
the more cloudy, the more unclear, the the less compelling it is, the more ordinary it is, right? You just, you lose that power to cut through the noise. And you might think, well, I've got the idea. I just need to hire a ClickFunnels person or a Facebook ads person or a Pinterest or TikTok ads person, or I just need to do this mini masterclass, or I just need to charge up front for my, my, my time, my, my coaching and not give it away. It could, you could think a thousand things. None of that will move the needle. If at the most basic level, when your ideal client, here's the core idea of your business, they don't think it's razor sharp and clear and compelling to them. So to me, that's still the greatest challenge for business coaches, consultants, any kind of expert trying to build a lifestyle business. And maybe it always will be the biggest challenge. That's good news if you're listening to this podcast, because this is the place where I'm going to push you to get more clear and more compelling with the core idea of your business. Now, if you want some help finding your clear and compelling idea, you can reach out. Maybe we can help you know work through that. Um, you can hit me up on Facebook Messenger. It's just facebook.com slash getmicrofamous. Uh, you can also reach out to me by email and grab a time to chat. It's matt at pursuingresults.com. Whatever it is, you know, if you get the book, uh, if you get into our podcast service, and that's where we help you find your clear and compelling idea, or if you if we end up just kind of working together one on one, whatever it is, the goal is to create an idea that lives at the heart of your business that can be expressed in one to two sentences. That when the right person hears it, they go, "Holy cow! I've never heard that before." And you might think, "Oh, that's an elevator pitch, or that's a tagline." It is absolutely not. A clear and compelling idea is the idea, the expression of it, like how would the words that you put into it and the different ways you describe it, those can be taglines, they can be elevator pitches, they can be slogans, they can be a whole bunch of different things. What actually matters is that at the when you strip all the words away, if you had to strip all the interesting, you know, uh, long words or bold words or puffery, if you strip all the puffery away, you still get the core idea and the core idea is clear and compelling to the right person, right? It's not a matter of just taking something that's ordinary and dressing it up in better words. The, the question is, when you strip all of the words away, when you strip away all the puffery and you explain your business to one of your ideal clients and you put it in words a five-year-old would understand, does the ideal client go, holy cow, I didn't know that that existed. I didn't know that. Where have you been? Where have you been all my life? I've been waiting for you. I didn't know that that was a thing. Where can, where can I learn more about that? That should be the response that you get. If you don't get that, everything is going to be harder. Ads are going to be harder. Social media will be harder. Whatever it is, there's a whole bunch of challenges with those things. But if you get the clear and compelling idea right, everything gets easier. It is easier. If you decide to run ads, the ads will be easier because at its core, you'll be better able to convert people into clients. If you decide to go out and do organic social media, again, word of mouth comes easier. If you do stuff behind the scenes, if you network, if you host a podcast, if you're just talking to people at events, whatever it is, if you have a clear and compelling idea, you will be more memorable to the right people. Um, if you have a the right clear and compelling idea, you can write it all the way to that, that third level of influence that we talk about, where you go from being seen to being noticed to being known. And all of a sudden, you are known as the person who solves your problem, the person who does X, Y, Z. You become known in your space as the person to go to for this one particular thing that you do. That's where you want to get to. And the only way in my mind to really get there is to have a single, clear, and compelling idea that drives everything that you do and lives at the heart of your business. It is the beating heart of your business. When you lack that, everything is a struggle. So if you feel like everything is a struggle and you're looking at it going, I just need to hire this person, I just need to hire an ads person, a ClickFunnels person, a this or that person, technology person, I just need an integrator, whatever the case is, 
step back for a second and think, do I have an idea at the heart of my business that when my ideal clients hear it, their, their response is, holy cow, I didn't know that was possible. I didn't know that that was made for me. I didn't know that I could do that. I didn't, didn't know that you offered that. Let's, let's talk. I've got to learn more. Because that's the response that you're looking for. If you have that response from the market, everything else gets easier. All right. That's what I've got for you today. Thank you so much for listening. I, I know if you're enjoying the podcast, you can go leave a review on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. That's always much appreciated. I read every single one. Or just send the show. Um, one of the thing about this, uh, the audience that we've built here is that we tend to be a little bit more introverted, either in person or online. You know, you might just consider yourself more of a digital introvert, and that's okay. Maybe you're you love people in person, but you're not big on social media which means that our, our word of mouth for the podcast comes mostly person to person, a lot of times behind the scenes. So if you got value out of this, if you, have, if you know somebody who's struggling with these questions of what to do and who to hire and where to put their money, should they jump into the ads game and all this stuff, send this episode to them. Uh, this might legitimately change their mind and help them make really amazing decisions on their marketing going into next year. So if you know somebody like that who's struggling and wrestling with these questions, send them this episode and it just might change their life. So thank you for listening. I appreciate it. We'll see you next time.